Hello and welcome back to the IUG Insider Podcast. My name is Matthew Nanez and I'm your host. In this episode, we're talking to the brand new Nashville IUG chapter leader, Adam Geffner. We'll be talking about his history being an Avaya customer and his story about his rapid transition into being an IUG leader. If you're listening to this podcast the day it came out, he's having his first chapter meeting today and we are excited for him. Before we get on to the episode, subscribe to the IUG Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Stitcher. Please subscribe to the podcast and get caught up. And also, be sure to give us five-star ratings. Help us out and leave your reviews. And as always, get in touch with me at IUG Matthew and IUG on Twitter. And one more note, the IUG Technical Development Series returns on May 15th at 10 a.m. Central with How Does Avaya One Cloud Help Navigate Your Journey to the Cloud? Register now at IUG.org. And now, on to the episode. Enjoy. All right, I'm sitting here with Adam Geffner, the Principal Architect at Assurian. How's it going? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. So, so what do you do at Assurian? Like, what's your day, what's your day-to-day? So I tend to f- I work as a principal architect in our telephony architecture and engineering group. Mm-hmm. So I usually work on kind of larger strategy and design for assuring as it comes to communications. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how to b- help design a better and bigger contact center for assuring, looking at four technologies such as uh, SIP-based solutions, of course, cloud, uh, API, and not just kind of cutting edge solutions, but what's going to make sense and be practical for Assurian uh, that's going to work well with our lines of business that's really applicable, that's not going to break the bank, uh, and try to pick the right directions that are not going to be fads uh, or solutions to the night, but something that's going to have longevity and uh, you know things of that nature, basically. And how long have you been in this space? So I've been at Assurian for a little over six and a half years, Mm -hmm. but I I guess I can consider myself a bit of veteran in telecom, so I've been in this Mm -hmm. space for about 22, 23 years now. Wow, so you're definitely definitely a veteran. And so let's let's get your origin story right. So, So what, was it when you were a kid or a teenager, like, oh, this is what I wanted to do, or is there something that you just kind of fell into? What's your story? So... I, I wouldn't say that I kind of, you know, would read my comic books and I go, I want to be into communications. I'm older. <laughs> uh, now, I actually, I used to work uh, in financial a little bit in banking mm-hmm. for a, a now defunct bank called MBA that's since been acquired by Bank America many, many years ago. And I left them and I was kind of thinking, what do I want to do? And I went to a headhunter and they said, well, we're going to try a sales job with you for a company called Chorus Communications. And I said, kind of like the beer distributor? They said, no. Chorus. Oh. So I started doing <laughs> telecom sales, long distance, uh, cell phones, calling cards, that type of thing. Mm. And pretty soon I, I found myself kind of gravitating towards the technical side of the house. So yeah. I went from Chorus Communications, I went to a company that would manage all the technical and uh, sales VARs for Ameritech, one of the mm. baby bells back then, and then found myself at Unisys. And that was really, Unisys back in early 2000. And that's where I started really getting introduced to IP telephony. Mm-hmm. Now you remember, may remember back then around 2002 was a very pivotal part in this industry because that's where IPPVXs first started to outstrip and outsell TDMPVXs. And that's where IP convergence really started to kind of make a, a play in the industry. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of brought in to help look at the maturity and see 
how does Unisys get on board with that? And I guess I've been into that area and that space ever since. Did that require any additional training on your end to kind of make that pivot, or were you well on your way to begin doing that after a while? Well, it was a little bit of a both. So a lot of it was hands-on, uh, mm-hmm. working with some really expert uh, resources in the industry, uh, a little bit of reading, of course, and just uh, trial things out in the lab and kind of seeing how they worked. And uh, it was very new for a lot of people at that time. Mm-hmm. So seeing what the maturity was, and there was a lot of people that were kind of stumbling along the way. I mean, you know, trying to do IP over VPN when VPN didn't even recognize quality of service at that point. Uh, so you kind of hit those growing pains, but you learn from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of trial and error and a lot of evaluation of the vendors and just kind of read from there. And, you know, since that time, of course, I've done certifications. I've gone, um, I've gone to a lot of trainings and conferences, and you just kind of pull information from a lot of resources. But I also think prior to Assurant, I did a lot of consulting mm-hmm. uh, in the financial and pharma district for a number of years. And as a consultant, one, you learn a lot from other mm-hmm. companies, what works, what doesn't. But you also change your mindset so that you approach problems and solutions from a consultative uh, kind of mindset. Right. And so for, for how long have you been an Avaya customer? So again, with Assuring, as long as I've been in Assuring, Assuring mm-hmm. has been an Avaya shop. Yeah. Uh, but for myself, I guess ever since Avaya really came out as a company. I mean, I've been in this mm-hmm. space before Avaya was, yeah. you know, back when it was days of Lucent. So it seemed that the running joke for a while is I'd work with a company that was a Cisco shop and I would do Cisco very well and do Cisco call manager and all things Cisco. And then I go to the next company and they're in Avaya shop. And I would have to put my Avaya cap on and learn things Avaya. Mm-hmm. And I go to the next company and it's back to Cisco and then back to Avaya. Yeah. But doing consulting, of course, I would have to play a duality, Avaya, Cisco, and then any other vendor under the sun um, beyond enterprise communication. So Trader Voice and other technologies and such. So I've been in and out of Avaya for, I guess, really since their beginning. Yeah. Um, and now, of course, with Asherian, uh, Ashur- uh, I've been quite heavy with the Avaya space. So, so what current products are you using right now? Almost everything <laughs> for the Via. So as it pertains to Via, we uh, we use Via's Aura Contact Center. We also mm-hmm. use Via for Knowledge Worker. So uh, just you know regular. Uh, we have uh, virtually all of their kind of media gateways in place. So everything from the old G650 port networks mm-hmm. to the uh, G450s to the media servers, kind of everything in between. And uh, we have a, quite a few data centers, quite a few contact centers. So really kind of any iteration of Avaya's technology in that communication space, old and new, I've come across and he's either active or was it assured at, at some time. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're speaking off, offline before we started the podcast. We started talking about Avaya Engage and how this past year's Engage at uh, Austin was the first one that you went to after a while. Like there was a kind of like a sabbatical for the lack of a better <laughs> term, right? So how many years was, was it between you went to your last one and to this previous year? It, it was probably close to a decade actually. Wow, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and I guess the, the general reason behind it was there wasn't anything that seemed really groundbreaking and tremendous at, at Avaya or the time that we felt we couldn't get with Avaya just coming on prem and, and talking to us about. Right. And you know, to be honest, I and I think this is probably no surprise to a lot of your listeners. Uh, 
Avi went through a bad patch. You know, yep. They went through you know, the, the dark times uh, mm -hmm. about a year and a half, two years ago. And we spoke with Avi to find out what their cloud strategy is yeah. and to find out about their financials and their, their recovery. And Avi didn't really have a very mature cloud strategy back then. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of concerns and we kind of weren't doing a lot. And when they recovered and I started hearing some discussions and seeing some things about Avaya really maturing their cloud strategy and right. maturing their solutions, uh, we thought this might this warrants another look. Mm -hmm. So I was at a uh, as an executive dinner function um, a couple months prior to Engage, and uh, David Chavez was there, and uh, so was uh, Jim Hake and Mike mm -hmm. Martinez, a few other uh, notable figures, and. I was really shocked that one of the conversations that came up was David was telling us about Avai's investment in quantum computing as it pertains to AI. And I said, mm -hmm. wait a minute, David. So you guys are actually doing stuff with quantum computing on the back end right now? He says, absolutely. I said, anything to talk about? And he just kind of smiled and looked at me. <laughs> but um, it really impressed me. I, I would not have considered a company like Avai to be that forward thinking. So I. I got the green light, I went to Engage, and uh, I've been to a lot of conferences, and I was really impressed with the quality of the session content at Avai Engage. It was very on target. Mm -hmm. uh, there was some really good session, really good discussions. Uh, the vendors were very invigorated, and it was just all around a very good conference, and I took a lot back from that, and I'm still disseminating to peers at my company. Yeah, it's, it seems to me that when you're talking about the new the new cloud strategies, right? How it's, you know, the hybrid or the public or the private. Was it uh, was it the the ability to be able to customize that cloud strategy? The thing that struck you, or what was it particularly about that? So there's a there's a couple of things that stood out. One, as it pertains to Avi's next gen strategy. And, and they're still working on it. I mean, they're still they're still meeting some challenge with scalability, and they know that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it may not have the scalability maturity needed for large enterprises um, for a little time yet. And, and again, this is something that Avai is well aware of as its customers, as yeah. are we. But what I did like is that for the past few years, we've been hearing at conferences like Enterprise Connect that, look, if you want to go next gen, if you want to go to the cloud, you have to cut the cord, you have to make the leap, you have to leave your old legacy system behind and go to the cloud, go to something completely different. And that's, that's scary for a lot of companies. Yeah. You, know, you can do everything you can, you can do proof of concept, but it's, it's still disruptive. Avai was saying, no, there's another way. You can actually go to our next-gen platform, you can put in Breeze, you can snap in Oceana, you can do that in the cloud, or you can do that on-prem, get used to changing from uh, skill-based routing to attribute routing. Uh, understand how there's different um, change in the way you, you manage the platform, get used to our widgets and our plugins. And if you want to do it on-prem, fine. If you want to go all cloud, you can do that. You can do the private cloud, you can do mm -hmm. public cloud, or you can do a combination. Have some aspects in the cloud, some of your environment or peripheral components still on-prem. So bottom line is they were saying, look, depending on how bold you want to be, if you want to cut the cord and go leave your old environment behind and go next gen, we could do that. If you want to migrate and get there more slowly and be, do baby steps, it's less disruptive, uh, it's more comfortable. Mm -hmm. That, I found a little bit of a refreshing, unique differentiator in the industry. 
Mm -hmm. That was worth taking back and saying, Let, let's look at that. Especially with at least 2019, supposed to be a bit of a iffy year in IT. Yeah. The other thing that I found interesting though was taking away, you know, beyond the cloud strategies, uh, Avaya first market and some of their technology solutions coming out, their mobile experience right, solutions, yes. quite interesting. Uh, some of the vendor solutions that the vendors are coming up where if Avaya doesn't have a key solution itself. So there was a lot of different kind of solutions out there beyond just the kind of core solution. Uh, and then I guess the last thing that was also impressive was uh, Avaya had some very large uh, VARs and systems integrators at the event, Carousel, mm -hmm. Converge One, SKC, right. and some of these vendors had great technical discussions that you can then take back to apply in your environments today. So all around just a very good conference. Yeah, and, and so another thing happened to you at that conference is that um, you, you got recruited to be an IUG chapter leader in Nashville. So Wait, I, I did what, Matt? Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, and I, and I remember when, because um, IUG, we, we talked, there's things that happen throughout the day. It's like, we got someone for Nashville. Like It was like, rejoice. And so, um, so how did that even happen? So you take 10 years off going to engage, and all of a sudden you show up, and did you expect that sort of thing to happen? Was that a part of your uh, checklist, the things to do while you're there? Yeah, no, absolutely not. I, you know, <laughs> it wasn't happened? like, go to engage, you know, go to the sessions, have some food, and come back, you know, running a chapter, no. So uh, the last event of engage for a customer appreciation uh, happened outside of the actual conference center itself. Mm -hmm. And um, the name of the hall escapes me where they had, but they had a, a great band and I was a really energized crowd and you know, coming mm -hmm. off of great session content from the conference. And I was talking to uh, a few folks that were IUG and uh, um, Alex Morales yeah. and Molly, uh, we were there and we, we talked about, hey, we need a chapter in Nashville. And I said, well, why isn't there one there? And it was kind of a good question. Mm -hmm. So that's when uh, kind of Alex looked to me and Alex is from New York and yeah. I'm from New York and we kind of, he works in, in, a, in a background very similar to what I do. Mm -hmm. So he said, you know, he says, you'd be perfect to run an IEG chapter at Nashville. Yeah. He says, if you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. Mm -hmm. So they started asking me some questions on, <laughs> have you ever you know, hosted or moderated a discussion before? Well, sure. Have you spoken? Sure. And, and the more they kind of asked me questions and the more sures and yeses came back, and they started looking at me, and I figured, hey, this would, this would be fun. And this is at a time where the industry is so positively charged. There's so much going on. And there's so many new things that advise coming out. Yeah. I think I can do some some good with this. I think I can have fun with this. I can bring a real energized chapter to Nashville, especially that Nash uh, Avaya has been really wanting to double down in the Nashville area with the tremendous growth that we've had over there. Right. Uh, you've got companies like Alliance Bernstein that have put their HQ there. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Amazon is obviously Amazon is putting a huge thing. facility yeah. there. So I thought the timing worked really well. So what's been the response so far? Uh, as far as, far as uh, other people coming into the, 
the fold once you've taken over. What's, what's been going on so far? So, so far I've had a lot of uh, interaction, a lot of engagement with uh, folks at IEG on the administrative side to just, you know, kind of set up and everything. And I don't know if I should be talking about the details of the event <laughs> or not, but. Uh, I mean, just, 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 uh, what are the, I know there's some fun things that you're, that you're planning. Yeah, so, so and may, maybe like with you explaining what you're doing, you can help other leaders as well. Sure. Like, yeah. So, well, for, for, when it's happening, by the way, so I'll just mention here, it's happening on April 18th, mm -hmm. all right? And we want to do the first event as a, as a fun, yet a fun kickoff event that would also bring some attention to speakers. So yeah. uh, happy to announce that we just recently got confirmed David Chavez, a vice CTO, to speak, uh, guest speak at the event, and that's huge. So mm -hmm. I really appreciate uh, David coming out and helping us with that. And uh, we're gonna talk about what kind of our goals and ambitions for the chapter are, what we hope to get out of it, and we hope yeah. uh, the attendees can get out of it. And then Avaya is um, being kind enough to uh, treat attendees to a, a sounds baseball game at the uh, park, you know, so that was really cool in them. Yeah. But, so, like I said, David's gonna come, we've got um, uh, other folks in the organization, like uh, I think Mike Martinez is gonna try to come as well. Uh, a couple other people I don't wanna mention in case they can't make it, but mm -hmm. there, there should be some great folks turning out. Uh, Alex actually said he's gonna try to make it down as well from New York. Yeah. And um, what we're hoping to do is uh, have the event quarterly, each, mm -hmm. you know, every quarter. Uh, I want to do a nice balance of what's going to be interesting and fun for people to come, so some fun events, but I want to use this as a forum for both existing Avaya customers, or even those who are considering Avaya, to look at some of the really hot technology topics. So initially, we're going to probably do some overviews on some of the hot stuff that we're talked about in Engage. Mm -hmm. I want to look at the most prevailing and provocative topics that are facing the industry right now. Uh, yeah, some things we've seen a lot of discussion with AI and, right. and speech analytics, but how does this pertain specifically to Avaya customers with Avaya solutions, peripheral solutions, things of that nature, and also get feedback. What do the IAG attendees in Nashville, what do they want to see? Right. And bake that into future discussions. Um, the last thing I want to do is I want to line up partner sponsors that aren't just gonna come and try to do a big old sales pitch. Right. Here we are, we're an Avaya partner and you should use us because of X, Y, and Z. Because I find that is a big turnoff. So I've already had some very productive conversations with a number of uh, key partners that I, I have very good relationships with to find out how can they come and have engaging conversations that actually make sense and add value to the discussion mm -hmm. for the potential part participants. Yeah. And also vendors that I think would be a good uh, bring a good degree of subject matter expertise in the industry itself beyond just the products and wares and services that they offer. Yeah, and uh, last question before I, before I let you go to, to do whatever you need to do. Um, so you're a new leader, right? And so there, there might be some people out there in their communities, you know, that may be feeling the, the pang to step up and become a leader, or even though you haven't done a lot just yet, you're, you're brand new at this, right? But what would you tell them to uh, make the jump to become a leader? So that's a, that's a good question. Uh, I would say first off, you have to ask yourself, one, why do you want to do this? Mm -hmm. What do you hope to get out of it? If it's purely just because you want to stand in front of a room and, and public speak and, and kind of uh, pull some strings, eh, maybe it's not it. Yeah. But if you really 
enjoy change, if you want to lead change, if you want to have impact, and if you think you can help others and direct that change, uh, then this may be a good opportunity for you. Because, you know, IAG is one of the largest international communities for uh, communications, community of its kind. Mm -hmm. And it needs people that one can not just help lead that change, but helping to lead that change means helping others see through the various different technologies out there, the various solutions, and help lead them to maybe give them some clarity. And they may walk away with a different opinion than yours. You may be thinking, we're gonna do X, Y, and Z, and they go, well, based on some additional clarity, no, I think ABC is right. And it may be right for their company. And you're not both wrong, because it's yeah. all about perspective. But being a leader means not doing what's just right for you, but helping others see what's right for them, so that they can enact change within their own organizations. And I would say that if, you, if you're interested in doing it, take a shot at it. If you're concerned that you can't handle it on your own, you're not. IAG is there to help you get some people in the organization uh, you know, that are gonna help as well and um, do it as a team effort. Awesome, so I think that leaves us at a good spot to, to end this conversation and I wanna thank you so much and I'm, I'm gonna do my best to be there at the first uh, Nashville meeting. Sounds like a great time. And, uh, and so thank you so much for, for chatting with me and for being a part of the IUG community. Hey, thank you very much for having me. This, this was great. Uh, I'm really looking forward to an awesome event in April. And uh, you know, if you can make it great, if you can, don't worry. But you know, Alex, myself, and others, we'll, we'll just kind of ridicule you a little bit on that, that's all. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Great, thanks a lot, Matt. No problem. Thanks so much to Adam Geffner. We're excited for him to begin his IUG chapter leader journey. If you have feedback for us, reach out to me at IUG Matthew and at IUG on Twitter. We'll see you next week.